Don't you think in business it's just so easy to jump from one thing to another, especially if it looks new, shiny and exciting, but is it necessarily the right thing to do or could it be because of FOMO? Let's find out. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode number 36. I've been having a somewhat interesting week and it's been quite a reflective week and I'd love to share some of the key insights and experiences that I've been going through for me and also for my clients and friends that I've been having conversations with. Have you ever had those experiences where the same message seems to be coming up in different ways? That could be through conversations, it could be through movies that you're watching, things that you're reading or it just seems to be coming up in many ways to get your attention. Well, for me, the theme of this interesting reflective period is, is new necessarily better? And like I say, I've been having great conversations with dear friends of mine, with clients and those inside my mastermind, the 90 day program that kicked off just last week, and also with my own coach as well. So during this episode, let's have a conversation to see, well, what does this mean for you and your business as well? Have you gone into that mindset of things need to be new, they need to be fresh, or are you focusing on doing what you set out to do or that your goals are around and you just keep focusing on your lane and just making things happen consistently instead of going from here, there and everywhere? So I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey and it's going to be a bit scattered from my experiences over, I'd say, the last couple of weeks where this conversation has been popping up in my mind and with others, as I've said. So I went to Dundee last week to the CMA, which is a Content Marketing Academy's kickoff event with the wonderful Chris Marr, who hosted it. And I went there in terms of to meet lots of people. I've been part of that community for a year online. And I thought it's about time. It's on my doorstep to actually go to one of the events and the date worked for me. And right at the start of the session, Chris asked a question to us all in terms of what do we plan to make happen in 2019 and how many of us have taken the time to really think about your goals and what you want to get involved in and especially around the learning perspective of what you want 2019 to be all about. And I sat there quite smug going, yep, I've taken the time to do that. And I was really clear on what my goals were. And then he kind of put us through our paces and asked us a good few questions. And at the core of what he was sharing with us is we have to kind of really be self-aware. And the funny thing is, I know this and this is what I share and I challenge my clients with. But sometimes when you're in the hot seat, it makes you really think about why are you setting some of your goals and what's really behind that? So Chris was getting us to think about what are our goals and why is that important for us? And then really digging deep into what was it that we wanted to do? What was the challenges that we we're trying to kind of solve or what were the opportunities that we were looking to go after as well? And at the core of them, what we found and he asked the whole audience were, 
It's typically not about learning new strategies. It's not about learning how to be better on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, video marketing, all those things that people can really, especially in the world that we're in just now, just start to run around and think, I need to know this, I need to do this, I should be doing this. But actually, at the core of it, what is it that you want to do? And why is it that you're not doing some of the things that could really move the needle in your business? And what Chris was talking about is that actually a lot of times it's not about the tactics. It's actually what's happening inside yourself, inside your mind and your mindset. And like I say, I know this and this is what I'm always smoking out for my clients, but it got me to take a step back and go, right, why is I going after some of my goals? And really, let's just focus more on keeping things as simple as well. And it's not about necessarily having to go through all the tactics and all those great things that are out there, all those shiny courses and all the things that there are that you think, oh, I need to learn this, I need to do this. But actually, at the core of it, really focus on why are you doing it in the first place? So the whole point was about being really self-aware. And I love the fact that when everybody put their hand up at the end to say, well, at the core of it, is it actually more about you as an individual that you need to work on in terms of your mindset? And I'd say at least 90% of people, when they looked at it, that's what they needed to focus upon. And that's what just got me really fired up in terms of that's what I'm all about. That's why I love helping my clients to really get out their way. And even this podcast is all about helping you to get out your way and create those rapid transformations as well. We just need to make sure that we're not distracting ourselves or we're not focusing our attention or our energy onto things that we think we need to do well, actually neglecting the core parts that are really going to make the difference because it doesn't matter if you learn some new information or insights or tactics or strategies. If, for example, you've got limiting beliefs or if you're not working from that solid foundation in terms of why are you doing it in the first place or really working on you at the core of who you are and what that growth means to you, information is really just worthless and it's never really going to stick or get those results that you're looking for as well. So that kind of started to spark me thinking about for me and a lot of my clients in terms of why are they going after those goals and have we really got that really clear and how do I keep focusing on that with them and how do I keep just making sure that we're not getting distracted by things that you might think I need to learn that but actually at the core it's all about you as an individual as well. And then we had, as I say, the kickoff to the 90 Day Mastermind as well at the start of last week. And the group are absolutely fantastic. They're bonding really well. They're challenging each other. The sharing and the conversations inside the Facebook group after we had the four-hour kickoff event, honestly, it's immense. And if this is the way that they're going, I'm super excited to see what they make happen in those 90 days together. But what came up was there was one of the clients that are in the mastermind that was also in the last round. And I wanted to make sure that they all have a real focus on what they want to make happen in 90 days, both for themselves to grow themselves, but also to grow their business as well. And one of the clients, she smashed her goals in the last 90 days. And it was a really focused goal. It was to attract three high quality and high paying clients into her business. And she made that happen. And I was really proud of her. And I know she was really proud of the achievements that she made that happen as well. So when it came down to looking at, well, what could she do for the next 90 days? 
And she asked me my views on whether she should focus upon really just attracting three more clients into her business over the next 30 days, plus just taking some of her existing clients and offering them some added value services as well so that she can help work with them even closer. Or should she focus on other goals? And one of the other goals was around marketing and getting herself out there even more, creating a podcast and other kind of materials or even creating something new in terms of a new service or product and getting out there. And this really kind of struck the chord in terms of it can be so easy when you've achieved something to go, right, okay, tick, move on as well. But I see this a lot. And again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I've done this a lot over the last 11 and a half years as well from personal experience that once you've achieved something, it's so easy to go, right, okay, new, let's move on from that as well. But what I was really talking to her about was, look at the momentum that you've made happen over the last 90 days. How can we just keep that momentum going and you can build upon to get three new clients and therefore that becomes the standard that you operate and all the work that you're doing, it's just keeping it really focused and on this goal and that then just becomes the norm in your business rather than you moving your attention onto something else and that might have an impact in terms of you doing what you did to get those clients in the last 90 days as well. So she totally agreed with me and she kept it really focused and that's just going to mean that she'll have steady and consistent growth as well. So how does that play out for you? As there are times when you make things happen, you've achieved goals and then you go, right, now it's time to completely go to something else or you just neglect what you have done and therefore you get further down the line and you go, why is it not working? Why is it going up or down? And the chances are because the things that you're doing, you're not doing anymore because your energy, your time, your attention is focused elsewhere. So then on the back of that kickoff event that we had that was done virtually, I then later in that day went to meet a really good friend and we were having a coffee and just a good catch up and he has his own business and so inevitably as often it happens, the conversation went on to that topic of business and what he was doing and what I'm doing. And I remember mentioning to him around some of my goals that I had set at the start of the year and that I started to question or really think about, are they the right goals for me? And one of the reflections that came up for me was that and what I do, most of my clients come from referrals, word of mouth, previous students or clients I've had some experience of working with in the past and they're now at a different phase of their business or they're at a challenging point or an opportunity and they come back to me and say, Osman, can you help me through this through coaching and mentoring or through collaborations or if I spoke at an event or on a podcast, that's typically where a lot of my clients come from that then reach out to me to then go, how could you help me to get out my way? But when I thought about my plans for 2019, a lot of it was around, well, how do I get myself out there even more to brand new business owners using lots of different social media platforms? And then he asked me the question of, well, why are you doing that if you know most of your clients come from word of mouth, referrals, and not that market necessarily? Yeah, a few do come from there, but really a lot actually come from just what I've been doing and the relationships that I've been building. Why don't you focus more on that instead of putting all your attention onto different marketing activities and funnels, etc. And it did get me to think about why. And it was because I thought, well, that's new, it's exciting, I really should do that. That's the way to be marketing in this day and age. 
So instead of really embracing that in terms of, well, this is working well and just focus on doing more of what I've been doing, but even maybe doing it a bit more consciously, I was seeing that as being a negative thing. It sounds bizarre when I even say that and thinking, no, I should really be going out there. And I even used the words of, I want to play a bigger game out there in the social media, marketing, funnels, etc. And my friend's like, seriously, why? And it did get me to take that step back and go, good question, why? (laughs) And instead of actually just going, well, really look at what I'm doing and it doesn't have to be new. And a lot of it came down to that fact that I thought it should be different, it should be new. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast. And as I say, the reflection that came through as well. So the conversation went on and on. And even just by talking about some of the goals and he was just quizzing me, he's a really great guy, a great friend. And he was just asking me, well, why are you choosing that goal? And then I was like talking, I'm going, why am I choosing that goal? Because another thing that I see, and again, I fall into the trap of is there's so many things that we can do out there, especially in the business world. And without realizing it, we can become really influenced by what other people are doing, what other businesses are doing. And I've done a whole episode on this before about comparisonitis. And it does make you think, doesn't it? Well, it did to me in terms of all those specific goals. Why am I choosing that specific goal? Is it really my goal? Or is it the goal that I see other people in my field doing, other peers, other people that I look up to? Is it really what I want? And again, it took me into a bit of a like interesting space, which made me go, why did I set that goal? And let me go into it and dig deeper. And some of those goals that really made me go, I know exactly why I'm setting that goal and absolutely want to go after it. But there was one or two that I thought, that's not my goal. So for example, if I look back over the last 11 and a half years to the times that I've absolutely loved doing what I do, and a lot of that I have loved, it has been working with clients on a really intimate basis to get to know them and their businesses and their challenges, or in small groups, whether that was in the NLP courses, or small weekend workshops, or in retreats, or the mastermind that I've been doing and the ones that I've got at the moment. So that love that, that's where the real magic happens for me. But whereas Yet I kept thinking, right, I really want to grow and I want to have events this year that are with more people and are bigger and better. But actually, bigger isn't necessarily better because would I be able to get that same feeling of getting to know all the clients or the people in the room or online in that space? Not necessarily. So it got me to think about why was that even a goal? Is that my goal or is that the goals that I'm seeing other people going after or doing as well? So the whole point of this and me sharing this is that it's so important for us to stay in our own lanes and making sure that the goals are really our goals. Yes, it can be good to be inspired by others and what other people are doing, but making sure that that then doesn't just become your definition of what is right for you because it might not be. And therefore, it gives you that chance to just focus back on, is this goal truly my goal? So I'd really encourage you to think about the goals that you're going after and do a bit of self-reflection to think about, is this really my goal? What is behind that goal? And even catching yourself with some of the words that you're saying to yourself, because words have so much meaning. I was using the words like, I want to play a bigger game, I'm playing too small. But actually, that is not necessarily the case. And that's what was driving me thinking that things had to change, but actually they don't necessarily. 
I'm still all about growth and I'm all about looking at where things are going well and how to continue to move things forward. So it's not about stagnation or just being in your comfort zone, not at all. But I just think it's important for us to recognise, are those goals really our goals as well? So if I also think back to the 11 and a half years or so since I started my business, we're in a completely different place. And I actually look back, you know, I sound like an old man when I say this, where it was really easy back in the olden days of my business because, yes, Facebook and stuff was around, but it was so different. It was just completely a different kettle of fish. I didn't spend a lot of time on Facebook. I didn't do a lot of marketing on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, etc. They were all there. But a lot more of my time was spent having conversations with people that were inquiring about NLP courses and then building that experience when I was working with people. But with technology, and it's great and I love technology, so much more time and attention is actually I have put on some of those things and not on the things that were back to basics. You know what I mean? Having those conversations, really just getting to know people. And that's why I absolutely love doing virtual cuppas. And I've had other people saying, well, they're not really scalable. So for example, if you go onto my website and feel free to do this at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash quiz, you could do a really quick quiz to find out Is your design, is your mindset, is your strategies working for you in your business? And then you'll be invited to have a 15-minute call with me so that I can help bring your results to life to find out about your business and to see if I can help you in some way. And I love it when people take that opportunity because I get to hear about them and it's not like me just talking out here into the wilderness on the airways of the podcast. It's like a two-way conversation. But I've had people in the past say, Asman, is that really scalable? How could you do that? But honestly, it actually, it's really scary and sad if I think about how much we can get into the world where technology takes over too far, where we're having these automated conversations, where we're not really having that human to human conversation. So I love the fact that we've got technology, but I really want to make sure that I just keep the main focus, which is all about people, which is all about you and business owners to help them to get out their way so that they can experience the magic in their business and the results that they want. So without overcomplicating it, without putting too much barriers in place and really doing it my way. And I think an important thing to consider is why did you start your business in the first place? I remember when I left the corporate world, it really wasn't because I had this thirst and that whole desire to grow a massive business. It was all because I started to learn a toolkit, which was neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, which is all about helping people to think, to feel, to act differently, and it creates rapid transformations. And I wanted to just help people to get out their way to create those transformations. And over the years, I did that through NLP courses, seven-day courses, 14-day courses, workshops, coaching clients. And then I started to focus more on working with business owners. But then what's happened over the recent few years, based upon my experience of growing my business and working with many clients, I've kind of been able to help a lot of my clients on more of the strategy side and the tactic side of business. Obviously, a lot of the core part is still a bit mindset. But what I realized was that with all those small decisions and all those small micro actions, 
they have actually compounded together and it's taken me a wee bit away, especially over the last year at the core of what I do. So I have been having some conversations with some clients in the past going, right, helping them around marketing and helping them around their core elements of their business, which isn't necessarily my sweet spot instead of just focusing on the main thing being the main thing. So I'm not saying that's necessarily bad because I've been giving them value, I've been helping them in that way, but I've decided to really just go back to the core because I didn't start my business to be a business coach per se. I started my business to help people to achieve what they wanted to do to get out their way. And that's the part that I absolutely love as well. So again, anytime that you are moving things forward or you've got goals that are different from where you started or what drove you to do what you're doing, just take that step back and ask yourself, why am I doing that? And I'll talk about in a moment why changes are good. So it's not about just sticking to the same thing for forever, because that can actually be negative as well. But just being really, really mindful in terms of the choices that you're making, so it doesn't end up making you stray too far away from what really lights you up or what is your zone of genius or what you got into business for in the first place. And again, another good friend, he even said this to me, I think it was last week or the week before. So I told you, all these conversations have been coming to me in many ways. And he has got many different businesses. He's really successful at what he was doing. And there was one thing in one of his businesses, he got really successful that people were saying to him, can you coach me? Could you mentor me around that as well? And he started to do that. And then he ended up just giving them their money back because of the hassle, because of it just wasn't working out in that way. And he said to me, just if you ever hear me say something like that, like I'm going to go and do that, please stop me. Because actually, it ended up distracting him from his core business. And yes, he was great at getting results, but it wasn't the thing that he wanted to do in terms of to help coach other people to do what he was doing in that way as well. So opportunities are often great, especially when people are asking you, oh, could you do this? You're really good at that. Can you help me? But you need to make sure that it's aligned to who you are, your business goals, and it's not a distraction. And I'm seeing this all around me as well. Obviously, it's because of these types of conversations and the thinking I'm having. So the key thing is really just make sure that you're keeping the main thing, the main thing. I'm seeing many, many business owners out there that they're straying so far away from their core business that it's even confusing. And I know some of them in terms of what are you doing? What are you now a business coach? Are you now selling this type of product? What is it you're all about? And how confusing could that be for their goals? How confusing could that be for their marketplace? And even for them, I'm sure it can be a bit confusing as well in terms of what they're focusing upon as well. So make sure that you keep the main thing, the main thing. That's what I'm planning on doing for 2019. And it's what I'll be encouraging all my clients to do, especially if there is that element of, oh, that's shiny, I should be doing that, I could be doing that. And a lot of it comes down to FOMO, fear of missing out. And this also played out again very recently. I have got a great location where I work from in Glasgow and it's like a co-working space. And this company, this particular company, have also opened up another location in Glasgow City Centre and there is a third one that's opening as well in the next month. And I remember looking at some of the mock-ups and the designs of the new ones and I thought, oh, they look cool. They look even better from the location that I'm in as well. And then I went to visit the second one, expecting it to be a lot better. 
And it is cool, it's still a great location, but there was something different about it. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And then I had one of my clients come to meet me at the second location. And she's obviously visited the previous where I've been for over the last year as well. And at the end of it, she's like, this place has got a very different vibe. And it's actually more like a library feel compared to the other place, which is more buzzy and the environment, which I love. It's like I do my best work in coffee shops as well, where there's some background noise where you you get to speak to people and it's just different. And then I actually did sign up for having a proper desk in the third location because it looked cool and it looked quite swanky as well. And then I went to go and see it and the plans for it. And I was speaking to the centre manager there, asking a few questions, and I walked away thinking, I actually don't know if that's the right location for me. And I got in the car afterwards at the end of the day, and I said to Sheena, I was like, I don't even know why I even wanted to move offices. And she's like, oh, it's just because you didn't want to miss out. You thought the new ones would be better. And then I went into the existing place um, last week as well, and it felt like I was home. And I remember just thinking... Seriously, why did I go through all that effort and that energy thinking I needed to move something where it wasn't broken in the first place as well? And I have the luxury of being able to go and use any of the offices anyway, so I don't have to actually move my base location. It's just interesting where these things come up, and I've done it many, many times, where the amount of times I bought a gadget thinking it's going to help solve a problem. So I remember many years ago, I bought a pen, which you could record audio, and you can write on a piece of paper, you can hook it up to your computer, and literally it was like a live scribe, and you could press a button and you could hear the exact conversation that was happening at that moment and it keeps it all electronically. I used it for the first month maybe and then it just became a bit of a hassle. The amount of times I've thought, right, I'm going to take all my notes and I bought the iPad Pro thinking, let me just go and use that and it'll be great to keep all my notes digitally. And I just always go back to pen and paper. (laughs) I'm using the the best self journal, which is great for 90 day planning and goals. It's pen and paper. It works well with my online diary. But I'm just sharing this with you because we have so many times where we can see new things and it could just be a distraction. But in our mind, we think, oh, we need to do it. That could be the thing that's going to make the difference for us as well. And it applies in many ways. So the next time that you see a new book or somebody saying, you need to read this book, and again, I did a whole podcast episode on this as well. So check out the show notes and I will put a link to this episode where it's all about, are you actually reading too much? And is it holding you back? And also the comparisonitis episode as well. So the next time that you're seeing a book or something that you think you should or people are recommending you to read, just question and go, Is it actually necessary for me? Is it going to help me and my goals as well? So before we start to wrap up, I do want to say that change is good in some circumstances. So I'm not saying just keep the status quo, don't expand, don't change anything, because think about some of the industries that we used to use a lot and they just don't even exist right now. So remember going to the video shop to rent out a videotape. Well, we don't do that anymore because now it's like on demand, Netflix, Amazon Prime Video. And when you used to take photos from a real camera and have to get the spool developed and processed to get proper photographs. And now it's like digital cameras or your phone camera as well. 
if you don't expand, if you don't change, sometimes you can absolutely be left behind. The industry moves forward, your customers' needs move forward as well. So it is important to be able to think about, is it right for me to change what I do? And as I say, I love technology. If I think back to the last 11 and a half years and how things have evolved, social media is great. I've met so many new people, so I'm not completely dissing that in any way. And also, technology is amazing. 95% of my coaching happens online. I absolutely love Zoom. And one day, I could be coaching clients that are in Scotland, uh, down in London. I've got clients in Japan. I've got clients all around Europe, New Zealand, Australia. It's cool. And even with what I do, as I say, I started my business in one way. It was delivering NLP courses, practitioner levels. And then I realized that I actually I love the toolkit but I wanted to help people more to experience that toolkit, not necessarily teach other people to become NLP practitioners. So things can evolve, things can pivot, but just make sure that you're in control of it, you know why you're doing it, and you're not just jumping from one thing to the other thing because of the fear of missing out or because you feel a little bit bored and you think, oh, it's not as fresh anymore. Because really, that could just be the curse of your business and it could be really confusing for your marketplace and your customers and even for you as well. So I hope you found some value in my experiences and the conversations I've been having over the last couple of weeks. Like I say, I love it when things do pop up that makes you really think and you go, hold on, what is the common message that I'm hearing? And it makes you sit up and pay attention and it certainly has done that for me. And I love the fact that it's happened at the start of 2019 because it's allowed me to really even refine the goals that I thought I had to make them even more focused on what I want and what I'm choosing to make happen as well. And I'd love to invite you to make sure that your goals are your goals. And remember, new isn't necessarily better as well. So I'd love to hear your insights from this episode as always. So please do drop me an email at osman at rapidtransformation.co.uk. That's O-S-M-A-A-N at rapidtransformation.co.uk. I'll put links to my email address and the episodes that I've talked to over on the show notes, which is rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 36. And I look forward to sharing more with you on the next episode as well. So until then, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.